Good morning, and welcome to The Freaks. If you've been with us before, you know what The Freaks are about. If you're new, welcome. But before we begin, you should be aware of a series of very important warnings. First and foremost, The Freaks are not for children. In all honesty, there's some grown adults that can't even handle them. The Freaks are not fake news. Nope. They've been gleaned fresh right from the unseemly underbelly of the internet. Yes, these are people who share or shared this world. And their antics are, at best, highly unusual, and at worst, mind-scarringly horrific. But no matter how you stack the freaks, and no matter how your day's going, you're going to feel so much better about yourself when you hear about people's actions that are far and away unacceptable, mind-bogglingly ignorant, intellectually bankrupt, profoundly drunk, poor decision-making, half-wit, sanctimonious reprobates. Your life, by comparison, is going to seem like a sweet dream. So strap on your helmets and buckle in. And if any time during the presentation of the freaks you taste blood or metal, that's normal. It's not good, but it's normal. So the door to the freak stands open, my friends. You're welcome to step through if you think you can handle it. Welcome to the freaks for Monday. Just before we start, I'm going to throw this out there and let it bounce around in your head. If you had to guess, which one of our commercials sounds like one of the people might be on opium? I'll just let you guess, all right? Max and I are pretty sure, but but it's it's one of those that it's a very subjective thing. All right, this might be the end of the fast food cook meat Robo Burger, America's first fast food vending machine. It's become even more and more installed in every mall. So much it looks like Robo Burger vending machine serves made-to-order burgers. The machine gives customers a chance to order restaurant-quality, freshly grilled burgers from scratch at the touch of a button. Don't be fooled fooled by the quick convenience of the machine. It prepares your order in a five-step process. It involves grilling the burger patty, toasting the bun, applying the condiments, putting the burger together, and then delivering them through a chute. You know what? Not touched once by human hands. I'm all right with that, you know, as long as it's a good burger. What if they'd leave the cheese off if you ask them to? Yeah, get your That's order. That's the problem I have is getting the order yeah, right. If you get the order right, you know what? You got my business. You Mr. know that is Robo's brain over. surgery. You know, you, you got to know a lot to yeah, know I, how to fix a burger. I uh, my one of my first jobs was at McDonald's, and uh, just to break the monotony, I would answer would answer in a different accent every time someone would come up and may I take your order, please? You know, and the next time would be something different. Welcome to McDonald's. You know, they it was always a surprise. Now. I don't even know what to say about this. A St. Peter's woman is accused of using her cat to batter her girlfriend. Not like deep fry batter, but to beat her girlfriend. (laughs) St. Petersburg woman was arrested for domestic battery. She allegedly used her cat to scratch her girlfriend's face. Apparently, according to the report, they had been in a very severe argument. The, Mm. The girl held the girlfriend's cat up to her face and she says, I swear on this animal's life that I am not cheating on you. The animal, because it was being held in that position, was in distress, clawed the living crap out of her face. Oh man! But but don't 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 swear in the life of a cat that you didn't cheat. I mean that's uh, what what is wrong with people? You know that cat's gonna come when you're asleep and it's gonna do something to you that you don't want to know about. Yeah, yeah. Now I can only imagine. I can only imagine the children that happen to be in this mall. A man who works as Easter Bunny at St. Clair Mall is accused of assaulting a Fairview Heights police officer Thursday night. Police said the man assaulted a female officer and then ran through the mall at about 7 p.m. Thursday. When officers caught up with him, 
They believed he was a threat and tased him several times to make an arrest. The man was wearing a bunny costume at the time. So the Easter bunnies misbehaved. The kids got to see the police chase down the Easter bunny and then tase his ass into submission. Well, by God, he'll learn to mind. He keeps going and And going going and and stopping. I wonder if they shorted his battery. Jeez. Uh, Someone ain't going through security this way. Transportation Security Administration officers at Boston's Logan International Airport discovered a long sword inside a traveler's cane on Tuesday. You know how they have those those fancy sword canes? The man said he had no idea that there was a a sword in his cane. Oh, sure. It's not uncommon for blades to be concealed in seemingly ordinary objects. On Thursday, a passenger attempted to make it through the airport with a dagger concealed in the brush uh, handle of a hairbrush. So, yeah, there are, uh, people are trying to be sneaky, but you absolutely knew there was a sword in there. You're not walking around with a, a sword cane without knowing it. Now, this could be just about any kid, and it's pretty scary. A two-year-old boy from Ozark is making a remarkable recovery after suffering complications from inhaling a rock. Caleb and Savannah Slater said their son Riker inhaled the rock a little more than two weeks ago while at, day- at daycare. The rock settled in his right lung, so it went through his esophagus oh, man. into the actual lung where it settled. His heart stopped for four minutes. They were doing CPR. Uh, they were able to get him back. They transported him to the hospital. When he was at the hospital, his, st- his heart stopped again for eight minutes. Wow. Thankfully, he was at the hospital. They were able to keep him alive. Uh, the doctors say they're optimistic about a full recovery. He's been using his voice a little more. And he's been making animal noises, but geez, doesn't it seem like... Maybe just whack that kid on the back really hard and come shooting out like a wrist rocket or something. <laughs> and how awful. I mean, he must... They, uh, well, are they going to have to go in and get that I guess so. But, I mean, That's... you know how it feels when you get something in your lungs, you can't stop coughing. you got a, got a rock in there. Man. Reminds me of the time my grandma Louise had to hold my head upside down on the table so she could take all the rocks out of my nose with a pair of tweezers. <laughs> Apparently, I had a lot. I, I wasn't oh, messing around. Sick, man. I had stuffed both chambers full. <laughs> God. All right, take a quick break and coming back with the final handful of freaks. One sick dude. Welcome back to the Talk Monster. The window has once again opened. Max, give them their national keyword. All righty, your national keyword for the twelve o'clock hour is plenty. P l e n t y plenty. Text it to 95819 right now. You might win 100 bucks. Get your name in the drawing for 25K. Ooh, Good nice. luck to all of our listeners. All right, see if you can spot the bone-chilling detail in this story. The CDC does not consider the outbreak to be a high risk to humans. We're talking about the bird flu. Uh, it's H5N1. Now, the highest risk factors come from interacting with sick or dead birds that are infected. This virus is known to be transferred between humans, though close contact with birds and bird feces does make the risk that much higher. If they do contract it, it's pretty serious. 60% mortality rate in humans. 60% mortality rate. Oh, and we don't need to worry about wow. that? That's a lot higher than... Uh, wow. Way higher. That's that's crazy high. Much worse than the yeah. uh, the, the virus. Than the COVID, yeah. So yeah. Uh, don't touch dead birds. Don't, uh, don't, don't snuggle birds. birds uh, things like that. Yeah. And you know what? With, with Easter coming up, 
a, a lot of people like to buy chicks and baby bunnies. Unless you have a, a plan that you can continue to, to take care of them, don't do that either. That's you know, just I, a, I thought they uh, outlawed that. You know, used to, they'd paint them different yeah, colors. Yeah. I don't think you can get them anymore. Yeah, I don't know how long, how many of those chicks made it past one month. You know, once they well, we, we always played with them until we killed them. I know, it's so sad. All right, Max, this is just a terrible story. I don't even, it's just awful. It's just awful. Uh, witnesses saw a woman plowing the two bicyclists. Uh, they went to try to help them. They were both unresponsive. Uh, the brothers' identities have not been made public. The suspect, Julie Ann Bulge, 47, told officers she's taking multiple medications for several various medical issues. One of them was severe irritable bowel syndrome. She said it caused her to begin to def- defecate on herself without warning. That's when she went out of control and ran over the two guys on the bike. So, I I don't even know what to say about that. I don't know what to say about that. Um, the death of a woman who suffered a neck injury when she was struck by a hefty hobby horse costume during a centuries-old Cornish festival has prompted the coroner to call for tighter rules on the organization of such events. Andrew Cox, senior Cornwall and Isles coroner, said uh, the government should outlaw the 55-pound costume. It's worn by one guy. It's a huge headdress. He fell over backwards. It landed on the woman, and the headdress of the hobby horse broke her neck. That's about a freakish story as you're going to find. All right, here we got yeah. about a, a minute left. Wow. Uh, the B.C. leader of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster continues to battle. In his, <laughs> what? Yeah, he's, he's the leader of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. He's battling <laughs> to wear a pirate hat. For his driver's license photo. That's what he wants. Oh, he God. identifies himself as a pastafarian, a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti no, Monster. he's a damn nut. He's an idiot. <laughs> I will have you know that the captain of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster is a legally constituted religious organization okay. in good standing. Of course it is. I just wanted to join that church. <laughs> no, spaghetti Monster. Now, I don't mind the pirate hat on the, on the driver's know, license. That's I, kind of funny. But find a better name. Yeah, find a better name. You know, preferably something that has to do with God. Thank you to everyone who who listened, who texted, who called, and for those who sat along the outside of the of the clubhouse. You're all welcome. Thank you, Max, for what you do. We'll be coming back Tuesday for more of the same.